Welcome everyone to That Kind of Nerds Podcast, a weekly show where we tell you what is going on in the nerdy world. I am CJ Mellon, joined by the co-hosts of the show, Josh Burns and Brian Thornton. I'm I'm a little upset you didn't say we were the stars this time. See, this was... <laughs> Did you ever watch The Office where uh, Jim uh, does the Pavlovian trick with Dwight when every time he restarts the computer, he gives Dwight an Altoid? And then the last time he does it, he restarts the computer and Dwight just holds out his hand. Right. And Jim's like, what do you want? And Dwight's like, uh, I, 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 I don't know. My mouth tastes bad all of a sudden. <laughs> That's what I've been doing for the last couple of episodes. Just trying to get you guys you know, adjusted to being called the stars only to have the mantle taken away from you. So March is International Podcasting Awareness Month, and we're asking you, the That Kind of Nerd listener, to share the world of podcasting with others who are less fortunate than you. All you have to do is share the links to That Kind of Nerd or Hey Did You See or any podcast and use the hashtag TryPod. That's T-R-Y-P-O-D. If you're with the person, grab their phone and show them how to do it. Welcome a nerd or a fantastic person into the world of podcasting in the month in the month of March. Easy for me to say with the hashtag tripod. Also in the month of March. <laughs> Love As Josh said, March. it is the St. Patrick's Day episode. I too also have been drinking, so let's let that happen. No, it's the month of March. It's the month of March. I prefer it to be the month of April. I mean, warmer weather. So there's some news in the the movie and TV world and the streaming world that we all love to live in. And the news. Yeah, that's uh, that's staying in. I'm sorry. What was that? What? What did you say? News. Yeah, but you said what news? Or which is just news. It's the month of March news. So Netflix is totally changing up the way that you rate content. Starting in April. Netflix is going to go away with the five-star reviews and go to a simple thumbs-up, thumbs-down system. Well, yeah, that makes sense. I like really, it. You don't, I don't like it. You know why it makes sense? Because only freaking cinephile nerds like myself are like, I think this was a three and a half. Dude, I would have really rated I a got, four. I got really, really in-depth one day. It was a long time ago, right? Right when the uh, right when your list became important to the, to the DVDs that were being shipped to you. So the the ratings made a Mattered. big difference, right? And I, you know, so I, I mean, I spent way too much time focused on the ratings, far too much time. I mean, I had like some existential crises <laughs> while doing it, crises, like, crises, sitting there like, would I really rate Spider Man two a five or is it more of a four and a half? I really like the movie. But it was like love it. I liked it. Nah, you know, like it, it's it, it was I, tough. I, I guess you're right. I guess Joe Schmo Public just likes thumbs up. So thumbs Netflix down. just turned it into swipe left or swipe right. <laughs> yeah, it's the Tinder of movie. And, and here's what they're also going to do. They're also going to match your. The only taste. thing is, you don't get herpes from this. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know, man. If you Netflix and chill the right way, you're totally going to get herpes. If it's Netflix and chill, then then perhaps. But if it's Netflix and rate, odds are you are alone. Okay. And you're safe. So they're also going to do a little bit better with the, the recommendations with it. So um, they're going to still have scores of a percentile of some sh- shape or form. And if it doesn't meet uh, 50%, so it's 50% or below, it's not going to show up on your recommendations. So they're hoping that with more people voting thumbs up, thumbs down, very simple gesture, that they'll be able to help with recommendations 
uh, by I got I got to tell you, man, I'm super like this gives me such agita, right? It gives me such anxiety because I don't I'm like I don't I don't want to, but I don't want to thumbs up it. But I right. don't I don't want to thumbs I dislike I it. So I but if I do nothing, then I don't get more like it, and right. that's a problem too. So. Yes. I, so for me, it's pre- maybe maybe I'm not right. Like Apple Music is kind of that way where you just like like it, love it, or yeah. not. And and I'm there's so many things that I'm kind of like you know what on a Tuesday if it's raining and somebody told me go fuck myself first thing, that's you when I want to listen to this playlist. Right, and that. and maybe not any other time. That's so I just I I can't. I, and I won't. I will completely abstain from rating things up or down unless they are absolutely yes or absolutely no. Yeah, Josh. Josh Burns' opinion does not affect what Netflix is planning to do. No, Sorry, no, Josh. for no, it doesn't. I get that, but the problem is, I'm like an all or nothing, right? Like I always have been about everything, and there's very few people, Brian, that I, I, I hope you never meet someone that goes, "Oh, Josh Burns, eh." I'd rather be loved or hated. So the thumbs up or thumbs down, great. But there's so many things that are in the middle as far as entertainment go that I can't possibly bother with the absolutes unless it's like a Tim Burton down. Thumbs down. I'm with you. I'm with you. I I like to be a lover, you know, love or hate it. I I like that, you know, I'd rather, you know, people hate how much they love me. Well done, sir. (laughs) I hate how much I love you. I, I, I would imagine. It's really tough. Constantly, I'm going, God damn it, why do I love him so? <laughs> the other thing that, that I found for Netflix is, uh, have you ever caught yourself watching like The Office for the fifth time because you feel like nothing is on Netflix right now? Like there's nothing new on Netflix. I'm watching Bob's Burgers for like the seventh, the seventh time. Yeah, dude, well, I'm, you know I'm struggling. You know what? Instead of doing all of this, take two minutes and tell Netflix directly what you want added to the service. They have a simple page that you just go to, you log in, and you tell them what show you want to see. They take that all into account, and then that's what helps them shape their content. No. No? You're not no. going to tell Netflix, get this no. show Here, instead? Here's why. Here's why. Here, uh, Netflix, you know what would really help me out? Just have everything? Could you have Could you have Sneaky Pete? And they'd go, uh, no, Amazon, licensing. No. And I go, oh, well, there's nothing else I want to watch. And they go, <laughs> oh, well then, well, then we can't actually help you. you this is not the service. That, but we have Iron Fist, so there you go. Right. So it's that thing where, like, in the moment where I need to know what I need to watch, I don't need to suggest something because I don't know what I should suggest. Well, I mean, like, yeah. I would be like, bring back Doctor Who for the love of God. Doctor Who, if we I just get everyone to go Doctor Who, we yeah, could probably I, I get Doctor Who you, back. But I own all of Doctor Who now, and everyone who wants to watch it should just buy it because it's worth your $300. Just go buy it. Buy it all. Do you own the West Wing? No. What if well, they took the West I, Yes, I do. Yes, I well, I do. I do. I've I've downloaded. Yes, I've downloaded all. Of it. <laughs> yeah, but I, I I didn't even know this website existed. I didn't even know you could actually request things from Netflix to put back onto their service. I had no idea that was a thing. It's like a really CJ. I feel like it's more of a. Did you know there was like a crowdsourcing? I think it's more about crowdsourcing trends crowdsourcing, than yeah. it is about getting show because everything's about licensing. Nothing's about what everybody wants. It's about can they get it right and and for how much. Yeah, but this is a good way for. I mean, this kind of reminds me a little bit of like when Chuck was going off the air on NBC, 
And the fans were like, no, we really want you to, to keep Chuck. And, and the network is like, give us a good reason to. And it's, we'll, we'll go to Subway and we'll buy a shitload of sandwiches. F- please just keep Chuck. Can we get new seasons of Chuck? Yo, in that? Yeah, I, I'd, I'd, be, I'd I sign know, up for maybe. new seasons of Chuck. Can we do that? Just put I want new, that. Just put in new Chuck. Put new season of Chuck. There's three spots for suggestions. Just do it. So, I, you know, it's funny you mentioned – so. Um, you know, I want I want to reach out to our five <laughs> listeners and tell them to go to this website, and I want more. Chuck. Listen, football season football season for me has started, and I'm I'm interacting in different it just fantasy. Ended leagues. like a month ago. This, what the hell? Well, it started for me. This so this guy new to the league, he comes in, he's like, "Hey, nerd herd, your name's nerd herd. You're in like three leagues with me." I'm like, "Yeah, nerd herd, three leagues, whatever. I got like thirty of them, whatever." Right? He goes, "Is that?" Is that a Chuck reference? I'm like, well, certainly stolen from Chuck, but I, you know, I also do this podcast, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, all right, so you're a nerd and you play football. So it makes sense that your team is the nerd herd, but you stole the logo from Chuck. I'm like, I stole a lot more from Chuck, but (laughs) yeah, the logo is the least of it. And I, and, and immediately like three or four other dudes in the league chimed into the group chat like about Sarah and about the story. And this is a show everybody loves, but nobody talks about. I talk about it constantly. I know. I'm, I was I'm actually probably, just talking but, about Chuck. But the, the problem is that we lived it. So it's different, <laughs> right? We, we actually lived it in, in a few ways. We weren't, we, we weren't international men of mystery, but we were close. Speak for, well, yourself, speak for yourself, sir. You see sure, Brian's sure. palatial estate. You don't sure. get that without no, being. I guess, I guess you're right. You don't get that. You don't get that at all. But Look, yes, we all want more Chuck, absolutely. But that is not what we were talking about, nor can I remember what we were talking about. <laughs> well, here, you know what? Here's now that- all I want to talk about is a new season of Chuck. Can we? Can <laughs> Who's we Ryan? Up- you and I can go to the bar. We'll cast. Let's draw up a plan. I'm sorry, can we? Can we talk about season? that? If we have Ghost Rider starring Aaron Paul, who do we have for Chuck? Stop it! No, we can't we do it. You can't just bring yet? back the entire cast. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's not like well, they're like not, ancient. Not the, no, not the, I think we recast some. We go a bit bigger. Well, yeah, but I mean, the core cast has to stay the same. I'm bringing in Tom Hardy to be a villain. Yes, <laughs> I want to see that just once. Yep, right now. Gotta have it. I want it now. All right, so let's talk about something. Josh, make the- it happen. <laughs> let's, let's talk about. You something. have connections. Don't laugh like you don't know people. So let's talk about something that we don't want, uh, something that we didn't ask for, and something that we want to tell the studios, stop doing this. Malaria. No, they're going to reboot The Matrix. Oh, CJ, tell me more. Tell me more. Like, does he have a car? They are going. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what? Wait, what? Wait, what? So it is going to be a uh, a Matrix movie without the Wachowskis. CJ, I don't know if you could tell my sarcasm. I do not want to know more about this. It's happening. Well, allegedly it's happening. The backlash has been really I want to know more. Warner Brothers has said that they are going to reboot the Matrix movies. Uh, The Hollywood Reporter has basically leaked it saying that it's in the early stages and they're talking about having Michael B. Jordan uh, in the project. Who owns Fantastic Four? Fox. Fox. Matrix is Warner Brothers. Yes, which is owned by Tom Warner. Well, I'm just, I'm just, okay, so it's not going to be terrible, terrible. Yes, it will. Uh, well, yeah. Why do we need to reboot the Matrix? Why not? Why not expand the Matrix? Why not do CJ, a continuation of the years. story? This Matrix was 98. It's been so 20 years. do 20 years Dude, after Neo saved the Matrix and everything's all fucked up. no idea what the Matrix is. 
So do a whole new chapter of The Matrix. Like you can't, it's not like that's no, no. It's not like that story is done. You can. You can. The way t- they ended it, totally you do more. Can the Wachowski do brothers another, aren't going to do it. They're not right, doing then, this then anyway. They shouldn't freaking touch I, what it. What I'm saying is, it's got it's somebody else has a different vision. So let's see. Let's see. Yes, show me your vision without doing the exact same movie all over again. I don't need to see. Well, it doesn't have. I don't need to see someone else's vision of the of this of the three Matrix movies. I already got that. No, I don't need well, them. who says it has to be the same three things? It could be anything within that. That's a pretty expansive, believe it or not. Like people have drawn a whole but yeah, lot of, but but that's other our story. But that's but that's it. the point. Like that, the animatrix and all that other stuff is fantastic. I I will have to unfortunately and begrudgingly agree with CJ on this. <laughs> As painful as it is for me to do, this is just continuing your trend from 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 the other podcast of just disagreeing with me for the sake of disagreeing with. Brian's disagreeing with me in perpetuity, as far as I can see it right now. Our, my point is, and I agree with CJ that the movie ended with a very ambiguous ending that you could absolutely pick up a storyline twenty years later. The truce is over. Shit's gone bad. Why We're are doing you a assuming they're not doing way. that? Because they're because not. that because a reboot is not a continuation. No, it's but a reboot. It, it could. It, so what if what if a reboot movie condensed the first three condensed the three Matrix movies into one thing and then went on from there? Would that be okay? No. Why not? Because those first three movies should stay. They like I I don't like we didn't ask like. Like they didn't we, we reboot didn't Star have, Wars, listen, they, they continued. Didn't, we didn't Star have a Star Wars. Wars movie recapping everything that oh happened God. in the past Thank six you for episodes. With me again before Episode Seven came out, I we love, just had fucking Episode Seven. I love Thank those you. movies, right? I, I do. I love them, but they're not Star Wars. I, I, no, but but what we're saying is the universe is very rich, right? The community surrounding it and the fans not surrounding it have made their own. No, no, it's not of course nothing's as big as we're, Star we're not, Wars. We're, but but the correlation is that you're talking about a franchise that had. A, a new expansion to the universe 20 years down the pipeline and everybody was okay with it because of how expansive and huge this universe is. You can do the same thing with Matrix. You can do a story where you don't necessarily need to see the first three movies to create a new story about it, but it would just make your experience even better if you did. You don't need to see episode four, five, and six to truly enjoy episode seven. Look, I would love to think that the Matrix is that is that series right except there are people that i know that are just kind of either a have never seen any matrix movies or just don't care so it just doesn't seem to have the same punch right so if they if they reboot it if they reboot it then they reboot it and we see what it's like and then we decide which one's the better trilogy and we go from there no why yeah, not no i think you're missing because the whole some crux shit of this should argument just be left alone why the, because the Matrix movie was a moment in time, right? It, it really was a. But huge, the first one is where it ended. After that, it kind of, you know, it kind of. Yeah, li- shit. listen, we we can all agree that Reloaded and Revolutions was just a downward spiral yes. and, and was not as good as they should have been, right. right? But my point is, those movies are um, great the way they are, and the universe that they built was so huge. You can do anything with it and not have to tell the story of Neo that, again. And this comes into Laura's own perspective of stop remaking things that – stop remaking things. Make something original. Right. Build, right. Some, Except, build ex- on the Matrix. And she says, she says that shit, but like me, 
when I turn on like a cover song playlist, she's all about it. So it's well, there's a difference. You know what you know what the difference movies, is? Movies and music it, cover two song. completely different it's things. Cover song. Do a good two cover song. Different things. Two completely different things. Look, do a good cover song. I'll be happy. I look, I just if you give me more of a story that I love, I want more. That's that's the way I look at this. But but the, the, but this isn't more. It this is, isn't more. This is the same. Maybe. Josh, this is is this is as if I had eaten a, a, a wonderful meal with you of chicken and waffles, <laughs> puked it up on the counter, and said, "I'm going to eat it again." <laughs> That's what this is. Oh, like some retarded and that cat is a eating his plastic visual. That's good. <laughs> All right. So I, listen. Obviously, this is I. I really didn't. It's think a it terrible idea. It's a bad it's a idea. Terrible I idea. Really didn't think this There's a be difference the... between rebooting a movie that is, you know, 40, 50 years old, and you want to kind of update it and make it new and, and put a different spin on it. Yeah, like Scarface. Yeah, that's going to be good. No, that's going to be terrible. But this movie was ahead of its time, and it built such a huge universe. It really was. It was the introduction to. Bullet time and all no, that stuff. Well, too. not just bullet time. I'm not even talking about guys, that, just from, the concept. From a, from a technology standpoint, this was the introduction to DVD. This, for yes, a lot of yes, people, was. this was their first DVD. It was the first thing they ever heard in DTS sound ever. It was a big deal technology. This was my first DVD. I got this and Apocalypse Now. Uh, oh, yeah. My That's first good. two DVDs. Uh, but uh, the Matrix I picked up first. It was, it was in DTS. It was brilliant. Like, and you know, back then there was no there was no surround sound in your house really, unless you were uber rich. This the DVD the the advent of the DVD player and the, and this movie in particular was like you hear all the glass crashing and, behind you. And this comes to my point of this was a moment in time. Leave it, it alone. But it doesn't – the, the story I, I, isn't necessarily the moment in time. It's, it's I'm not just, the story. I want, you just, I want you to give it a chance. That's what I want. I so can't argue Josh, against my, myself or – like I, I, have, I have also spoken out about reboots. However, I'm fine with a story that I like this much but I don't think qualifies as one of the great stories of all time the way it was Josh, done. because you said it. I will not still give it a chance. <laughs> Sorry, I can't. I can't. Now, and listen, I like Michael B. Jordan. I think he's a great actor, but I'm not. I'm not hard passing. They, my, my point is, they need to give me like a stellar trailer before I even consider seeing this. No, in the I'm not being bought in by trailers by Warner Brothers anymore. No, 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 sir. You better give me a good movie. Make a movie that's good. Because you're good at making but trailers. If, but CJ, what if they release a three and a half hour extended oh, edition yes. that's so much better than what they released in the theaters? So we're living in a world where there is a live action Beauty and the Beast, I just saw that a last live night. action Jungle Book, and there is now a live action The Little Mermaid. But it's not by Disney. Yeah, I'm no, no, just no, no, CJ, <laughs> CJ. Yes, Brian. No, 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 no. First of all, I, don't freaking call it the Little Mermaid and then not make it the Little Mermaid. This has nothing to do with the Little Mermaid. How do you get to make a Little Mermaid movie that isn't a Disney movie? How the Little Mermaid is based off of a. It's it, based it, off a book. Yeah, it's based off a book. It's not. This is the Finding Neverland for the Little Mermaid, and no, 
Just no. It didn't look no. good at all. No. Hans, Christ- Hans no. Christian Andersen's fairy tale rather than no. the Disney movie. Here's my thing. Are you ready? When If you say Hans Christian Andersen and don't say Treasure Island, I don't want to hear about it. But that's his it, – no, it's his story. Am I supposed I to just say Treasure Island after I say his name? Author of Treasure Island, Hans Christian Andersen, also – uh, wrote the Little Mermaid. That's all I want to hear about, though. If you're, what if you're has, talking about which this movie has nothing to do with the book or the Disney movie or anything. I didn't see Ursula or Sebastian anywhere. I I was not I was not under the sea. I did not get to kiss the girl. I don't. I'm not. My favorite just song no. is the 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 chef the le poisson so the the fish song. Oh yeah, that's a, that's a pretty. Good I song. love that song. It's my. I did song. not see any thingamabobs. I, I didn't see any there, of them. Yeah, and she's supposed were, to have plenty. There no, she's supposed to have there plenty no of thingamabobs. anywhere. No. Here's here's the thing that I'm My kind of uh, taking it back with this movie is that when Disney makes a live action The Little Mermaid, they can't call it The Little Mermaid. Why they not? absolutely can. Of course they, they absolutely can. can. It'll be title. called Disney's The Little Mermaid. <laughs> and, and everybody it. will be like, oh, that's the real Little Mermaid. I'll go see that. Right. Right. Let's not go to that Denny's because it's no good. Let's go to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is the Waffle House of breakfast places. Ooh. Oh, see, there's very few other places, actually none that I know of, that you can go and get a double hash brown scattered all the way. With Disney's Little Mermaid, you can get a double hash brown scattered all the way. I'm really confused. What is a double hash brown scattered all the way? Where gotta, are you scattering I tell it? You, if you're, are you if, scattering if you it on the parking the, lot? If you, you said the words Waffle House. If you said Waffle House and you don't know scattered all the way, we've got problems. I hate the Waffle House, so I don't want to know anything about that. A, you guys have clearly never had a night where you staggered out of a bar at 2.15 and went, you know what's a good idea right now? Breakfast. Where do we go? The Waffle House. Uh, no, I, no, because I hate the Waffle House. I went, I went to a I, diner. I, I either went to a diner or I had Taco Bell. That was what I a did. A double hash brown. Scattered all the way. What the fuck is scattered all the way? What is scattered it's, all the way? Is it like jingle all the way? What is it? It's okay. So you can get it a bunch of different ways. The, 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 you know, smothered, covered, chunked, blah, blah, blah. It's basically just different layers. Scattered all the way means put everything you have <laughs> on my hash browns. Wait, wait. I'm worried. What you heard me say is put a lot of things on my hash browns. But what I said was put everything you have on my hash browns. Okay. That makes sense. That sounds That's a lot better means. than the Little Mermaid movie that we just talked it, about. It's delicious. Did we talk about it? Because oh, that's all we I, I needed. That's all we really needed. I don't really feel like I want to talk about and, it. And, it, and, it now, now. and now I'm an old man, so I can't go to the Waffle House. True. But a buddy of mine who just went to the Waffle House said to me, you know what they're doing now? They're making the crazy hash browns into patties. They're putting it into a mold and like making it a crispy patty. And I went, well, then that's not hash browns. I award you no points and may God have mercy on your soul. Well, how do you feel about this, Brian? The Big Bang Theory is going to spin off Yun Sheldon. Young Sheldon is. Oh my be its God! Own Don't show. please. Why would you bring this up? It's this hurts Joey. my heart. It's like Joey. It's just no. like Joey. No, it, it's not just like Joey. It's not just like Joey because at least with Joey they're like, hey, we have Joey. Let's get Matt LeBlanc and let's try to make a show out of him. And it'd be it more great. like if uh, Home Improvement made a story about the not Jonathan Taylor Thomas brother. Right. You can't you can't make a prequel. From what I understand, this is a prequel yes. of Sheldon growing up in Tejas. Well, without without yes. Jim Parsons. 
Jim Parsons is is that character. Parsons is going to be in it. He's going to be the narrator of no. the show. No. Yeah. Jim Parsons is that character. You can't throw anybody else into that role. Because they're doing an say, impression of Jim Parsons. Well, it's a little right. kid. It's a little kid. He's like. I don't It doesn't care. matter. It'll be a kid doing an impression of Sheldon. No. This is a terrible idea. And I'm hoping it dies in focus groups because I I, I cannot fathom this going focus anywhere further. idiots, man. Well, that's true. So it's going to focus about the show's pilot will center on Sheldon back when he lived in Texas and attended high school. But remember, Sheldon was a little kid when he went to high school. Um, Yeah, he was like 11. So it's going to be like a Doogie Howser movie? Uh, Show? They've also cast his older brother and his uh, twin sister. What? uh, For it. Yeah, his twin sister. He has a twin. His sister twin sister, and then they also cast a uh, Montana. I haven't Jordan watched enough Big Bang, brother. so I, I'm not aware of any. Siblings. This is a terrible idea. Yep. Is this is this episode just let's talk about terrible ideas? Is that the point of the <laughs> no? There's, show? Is, there's actually very is good Big things Bang, coming down. Is Big Bang over? No, no, it's, it's, it's still season on season nine. I'm sure it's going to go into season ten. Well, then yeah. why do and this? They just took pay cuts in order to because, because doesn't, studios doesn't, don't know when to. Doesn't you know, not that well? Doesn't doesn't this this hurt the crazy brand? thing yeah. cheapen that? Yes, of course it does. Well, then why do why do it? Because stupidity and money. Mainly just the money. Well, the stupidity is from the people who might actually watch this. <laughs> it's like when they try to do. Don't judge me because I know this, but it's like when they tried to do that Carrie Diaries, which was a prequel to the Sex and the City show, and it failed after a season. I no actually have no idea what what yeah, what? what and why okay. do you know this? I because I I watch I see commercials because I've never no seen, no 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 no, 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 no. no. one does no, not no, see no. commercials. No, no. I disagree. Well, I have, I have never seen a full episode of Sex and the City, but, but you've I do watched know Pretty Little Liars, right? But I do know that <laughs> after Sex in the Scathing indictment. After Sex in the City, they tried to do a prequel show with a different girl before Sex in the City about, I guess her name is Carrie. But also Horseface? No, I mean, this girl was not Horseface. Well, then. Uh, they tried to do a prequel show. Then that it was totally different if she wasn't. About horse. her as a teenager growing up in New York and everything, and it failed miserably. This is a terrible is, idea. Because nobody wants because to talk you, about the teenager and their best friend with all the sex toys. <laughs> see, because, see how it fails? No, it fails because as, as much as, you know, she is what she, the kind of actress she, actress she is, you know, Horseface was that character. And no one gives a crap about that character before it was Horseface. So Horseface in this analogy is Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> oh, I think we all Horseface do. Horseface in every analogy is Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> Unless you're talking about an actual horse face, an actual Sarah horse Jessica face Parker. Indeed. See how that yeah, happens. Right. It just it just <laughs> say horse, horse face. Sarah Jessica. Parker. Sarah Jessica Parker. See, got it. All right. Well, uh, it is now time to move on to Brian's favorite topic of the week, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for Cape Talk. Cape Talk. Uh, there's uh some news out of the DC front. News, news. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> there it is. Hey, um, I, I really hate to do this, but there's some news on the DC front that uh, the Batman is being rewritten from scratch. Again. Uh, yeah, again. That's not new news. That's Page not new news. one rewrite. 
Oh, this this is. Oh wait, no, I'm sorry. I'm confusing the fact that they scrapped the script for another one of their movies, and in turn, now they're scrapping a script for another one of yeah, their this movies. This is a movie that's only gone through two directors and no, two I mean, scripts. The, listen, there's still time. The movie's not coming out to 2019. You know, it they could... haven't de- actually delayed the Flash yet. Like officially, haven't delayed the Flash. But we've heard more about Aquaman, which is supposed to come out after the Flash, than no, we've heard about the actual it's Flash not coming out. It, it got pushed up. I thought. No, it, 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 but they haven't officially pushed back the Flash. Anyway, I just thought it was weird. But yeah, hey, there you go. They're going to be rewriting the Batman, and they're not going to start production till 2018. They scrapped a script by one of the greatest DC comic book writers in the past decade. I can't imagine this is a good thing at all. That's all I have to say. You've actually made my chest hurt. <laughs> my chest legitimately hurts. Do you want a little good news? About terrible ideas? Do you want some good news? Do you want a little bit of good news? Henry Cavill was uh, doing an interview, and he says that I need to. Yeah, I, need to I read bu- this shit about Green Lantern. I need to bulk up because I need to be bigger than the Green Lantern. Yeah, I this is like the third time that he's kind of you know intimated that the Green Lantern is going to be in the the Justice League. Can you be happy about that, Green Lantern? Yay! It's way better. It, it's automatically better than the Ryan Reynolds movie. Uh, we're, we'll if it see. if it exists and happens, it's instantly we'll better. No, that that's that's not true at all. Because that Ryan Reynolds movie had a lot of good things about it. Honestly, we'll see. I'm not Josh. How do you feel about the Batman being hope. scrapped and rewritten, and the DC universe as a whole as it's been right now? Are they going to make a movie? I mean, at this point, I think I don't Josh know. has been pretty adamant that as long as they make a good movie, or no, no, I'm sorry, as long as, long as they, they make, make a, movie, a movie, he's he's going to give it a chance. Yeah, are they going to make a movie? Oh, I hope I'm so. on board. I'm on board with a movie. If there's a movie, I'm on board with the movie. All the movies, all of them, every I, all of the movies you mentioned, I'm on board with them, except for Little Mermaid. Well, <laughs> that that wasn't part of Cape Talk. Oh, that's true. So um, Samuel L. Jackson was on Hot 97, and he was talking about uh, Khan, Skull Island, because he's in Skull Island. That was a really good movie, by the way. Uh, I've heard good things about it, actually. Well, you're about to hear more good things about it. <laughs> Sorry, it <was> good. <laughs> okay, yeah, let's derail Cape Talk to talk about Khan. Go ahead. You, 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 no, 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 no. you just said Sam Jackson. I was, Sam I was, Jackson, Khan. Say your fucking Sam Jackson thing. Okay, was so, he sick of these mother effing monkeys on his mother effing <laughs> island? <laughs> so, of course, so, of course, he, uh, you know, they got done talking about uh, Khan and they were like, hey, you know, you're uh, Nick Fury in these Marvel movies. What's up with that? And they're like, are you going to be in Black Panther? And he's like, no, I'm not going to be in Black Panther. Is are you going to be in like the Avengers three or four? Or are you going to be the other ones? He goes, "Hey, listen, you didn't see me in Civil War, all right? I'm still I'm still out there trying to figure out what the skull is." Um and um uh and he just totally started backpedaling, and basically may have just confirmed that we're going to see uh, Red Skull in the Infinity War, the new uh, Marvel movie, and we out. should, and we should. It's the way it should be because it's kind of left very ambiguous as to what the hell happened to him. Well, that and and the great thing about comic books is that the villains always come back right and that's been a every time we've talked about a series or a movie it's we've been critical of killing off villains because it ends the possibility that we see them and this is a good thing this is acknowledging what brian's been saying this entire time 
is that the the movies must reflect the books or nobody gives a shit. I did say that, didn't I? I'm so smart. <laughs> yeah, you you are. And and this is good too because I I I like Nick Fury and I like what Samuel Jackson is doing for him. And I mean, they literally drew him to be in the comics. Like they wanted him to be involved within this so much that they, you know, that's not why he was, they drew him into the comics before he was cast. And then he went with that and said, see, come on. But that's not why they did it. But okay. Why, why they do it? Okay, Brian, why they do it? I I think I'm pretty sure I read an interview with Mark Millar where it was just like, Hey, you know what would be funny? If Nick Fury looked like Samuel Jackson and Brian is just like, sure, I'll draw that. And it happened. Right. Not, and now, not you got, like, now you got Sam Jackson forever. Yeah. I mean, it, it's great the way it turned out, but they didn't draw him thinking, oh, hey, in 10 years, we're going to do movies and we want Samuel Jackson to be Nick Fury. That's not how that happened. No, but it's cool. Nonetheless, like that's a that's a cool story. And the fact that Sam Jackson will forever now be Nick Fury. It's the only the only Nick Fury that my son knows. Thank God he doesn't know David Hasselhoff. I mean, hey, well, no, that's the that thing. You bite your tongue. That David Hasselhoff movie is a national treasure. But I'm saying cartoons and everything. That's what he knows. Sam Jackson. Here's here's something else we've known. Chris Evans has been very vocal with the fact that he's not going to be Captain America forever, right? And and unlike uh, Robert Downey Jr., a couple other actors who have said, "No, nah, I'm really done." You know, Hugh Jackman, same thing. No, nah, I'm really done. But when the you know the truckload of money comes, they're like. I got one more in me. Uh, Chris Evans has said, hey, listen, my contract is coming up and I'm going to hang up the hang up the shield once I'm done, um, which is going to be the after the right. next two unless, movies. Unless the money's yeah. right. The, the, I, the, money, the I, money truck I, is going to sway him. But I don't f- – you, you think so? Uh, uh, yeah, yes, yeah because I think there's so. no Captain America without him. Word. At this point, that's it. He's it for me, Captain America-wise. He's it. See, he's been really vocal though that he doesn't like. He wants to. That's you know what I'm. I'm really vocal about anything that gets me more money. All right, but apparently everyone's like, no, we're gonna lose Chris Evans. And it's like, guys, this is not something that like this has not been hidden. This is something we've been like talking about for never a while. Watched You're not gonna prepare yourself at all for the inevitability Psst. that this could happen. Psst. This is what they want. <laughs> they want fans to be very upset about this. You know why? Because people will see Avengers Infinity War thinking it's the last time Chris Evans will play Captain America. And then once the dumpster truck backs up on on Captain America's lawn, he'll be like, oh, well, you get twisted my arm, guys. Okay. He really is just going to pull Hugh Jackman and RDJ and just be like, oh, man, there's so much money here. All right, I have to do it. Goodbye. I'm going to hold out for another three and then I'll do this dance again. He'll do it. He'll do it. You don't think that you like you know kill him or something at the end of this, and we don't have cap? No, man. Um, I, no. I think I think that Josh just pointed out that the great thing about comic books is that people come back all the time. And really, think about the the subject matter of this last Avengers movie is going to be the Infinity Gauntlet, which has reality shaping powers and can bring people back from the dead. In fact, in the Infinity Gauntlet comic book, Thanos does kill Captain America. About six times because he keeps bringing him back. Dun, dun, oh, you, you guys haven't read that story, have you? Spoiler alert. <laughs> I, I, I think it would be an amazing scene because in the comic book, he actually succeeds and he kills everybody. And Captain America is the last person standing. And because Thanos has this thing in his brain that he cannot be 
unopposed. Like he needs that like person to fight. He kills Cap and then subconsciously brings him back and then kills him again and then subconsciously brings him back until Cap eventually beats him. I wouldn't be surprised if that happens in this movie. If they were going to kill off Cap and try to make it permanent, they would have done it in Civil War. For, for sure. And and legitimately so. Well, that concludes uh, this week's Cape Talk. So uh, South by Southwest uh, has just ended, uh, just wrapped. It's a man. What a what a I mean, I don't even know how to explain South Bay anymore. It used to be a festival about music and then just turned into technology. Now it's about everything. And it's a crazy thing. But there's some weird companies that come out of the woodwork and unveil themselves on the floor by South by Southwest. So I figured I would take a quick moment and uh, play a little game of what do you think this company does? So I'm going to give you the name of the company, and uh, you're going to tell me what you think they do. Are you ready? Yes. Thinktiv. Thinktiv? Thinktiv. And you're asking what specifically they do or what industry? What do you think they do? I'll take industry. Thinktiv is a, let's say, business visualization software. Uh, Brian? Thinktiv. A think tank composed of nothing but chimpanzees. <laughs> oh, I kind of like that better than what uh what I got from them. Thinktiv, this is the this is their official answer, and this is as much as they went into. We invent and transform companies. False. Yeah, that's why I said <laughs> that's pretty much about it, Ryan. I chimpanzees. Give, I give, give that to Brian. Is the answer. Best answer, chimpanzees. Next. Dub dub. They re-record VHS movies that you have been previously unsuccessful at recording. <laughs> Re-recording. Uh, the good old D- uh, VHS to DVD They market. transfer all your old VHS tapes to new VHS tapes. No, you're <laughs> – I think you're the opposite. I think they take all your DVDs and turn them into VHS tapes. <laughs> right. <laughs> they do, but they, and then when they do it, they they slightly they they just make the audio yeah, to video slightly askew, so that your entire experience is fucked, and that's why they're called Dub Dub. Brian, what does Dub Dub do? Brian, uh, they create English dubbed versions of Japanese dubstep songs. <laughs> it's like when you said donkey, 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 donkey. What did you mean? <laughs> Nobody recalls that episode of News Radio. Am I the only one? <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, no. Am I the only one? You are. I'm oh, sorry. Jimmy James and the man's so nice. They named him twice. Come on. You guys are killing me. Next. So, Dub Dub is a tech startup created a mobile video creation platform that offers tools for entrepreneurs to edit, share high quality mobile videos. Nope. Moxtra. Oh, that was the uh, the like the third or fourth uh, opponent of Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> so that company creates opponents for Godzilla. Hey, Brian, I, like, I don't have a better answer than that. Uh, that I, I thought that, I like they that were answer. a uh, tampon uh, and panty liner company, but I was wrong. Moxtra, too. Moxtra. Well, how'd you get tampon from Mark Mark Moxtra? I don't know. Tampax. Yeah, it sounds like Tampax. It doesn't. Has an X in it. 
<laughs> Moxtra is a secure, embeddable platform for collaboration of group messaging, document collaboration, and voice and visual analytics and conferencing. So everything my iPhone can do? It's basically WhatsApp. <laughs> and Slack. It's basically Slack. It's basically Slack. Just get, just get an iPhone. I prefer my answer. Next. Mobvoi. Well, that's easy. I assume. M-O-B-V-O-I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They find a way for different factions of the five families to communicate <laughs> in confidence. <laughs> they're so a, it's a private messaging app for mobsters. They're yeah, home of yeah. an encrypted. It's uh, mob voice over internet. I don't see how it gets any easier than that. <laughs> they just eliminated the P, right? So it's not, no. there's no protocol so that nobody can look into it. It's just mob voice over internet. <laughs> and this is how La Cosa Nostra communicates today. Brian? I agree. That's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. <laughs> so Mavoy is an artificial intelligence company that has, uh, has developed its own Chinese voice recognition and natural language processing. Platform. That's exactly what the Italians want you to think. <laughs> yeah, exa- exactly. <laughs> I can say that as an Italian. That's exactly on St. Patrick's Day. That's exactly what we want you to think. Right. <laughs> Snap hash. And this is not about your hash browns from the Waffle House. Snap hash? Snap hash. I want Brian to go first. I want Brian to go first because all right, all right. Josh is winning and I can't let that happen. Fine. Snap hash. Uh, random uh, hashtag generator and share software. I'm sorry, what? So if i need to hashtag this episode hashtag cj sucks but i can't think of an inventive way to do it i'll use this app and they'll randomly generate a, a hashtag for me that nope. i can then share that's not no what, what is it josh uh it's 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 the waffle house's new app it you, you basically <laughs> it you open snap hash and it says do you want hash brown scattered all the way yes or no yes snap hash no go fuck yourself <laughs> That's the whole app. SnapHash is the first ever comprehensive growth guide for craft and large-scale marijuana growers. Oh, that I'm makes behind sense, that. Actually. I'm behind that as well. That's- <laughs> uh, all right. You're going to have to help me with the pronunciation of this one. I have Olsio. O-L-I-S-O. Oliso? Oliso? O-L-I-S-O? Yeah. Oliso. 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 Brian, going first because, like, again. Wait, like Aviato? <laughs> like Javiato. Oliso. Brian? Um, Oliso. Uh, can you use it in a sentence for me? Yes. Brian, what is Oliso? <laughs> uh, okay. Um, can I get the definition? No. Um, Oliso. I, uh, a, I mean, are these all software-based? No. No, they're not all software-based. Okay. Uh, uh, a tool for measuring olive oil. <laughs> All right, Josh Burns, Oliso. It was developed by uh, Saved by the Bell Screech <laughs> as as a love song to his favorite person, but it never caught on. So eventually, it evolved into the newest way to rent party boats for the summer. Started out. <laughs> as an homage to Lisa Turtle, became a best way to lease your party boat. 
Oliso. So it's like a like a the reverse Uber. Like you you get a party boat and it comes to you kind of thing. It's not Uber. Calm down. It's just oh, okay. a way for you Sorry. to get it. It's more like right. Airbnb than it is like Uber. Oh, uh, that's all right. Oliso makes innovative household appliances that simplify your life. Oh, oh do they make the foldy mate? Uh, oh, oh no, sir, they don't. God damn it. Now then they don't make anything that simplifies my yeah, life. Yeah, seriously. Bev-I. Doesn't make anything that helps me. Next one is Bevi. B-E-V-I. Bevi? Bevi? Is it Bevi? Bevi? B-E-V-I? Yeah. Bevi? Bevi. Josh, I'm going to let you uh, go first. Oh, yeah. I, do I get to go first this time? Well, not, not, not when you say it that way. It hurts my feelings. Yeah, it's an uh, easy way to order your favorite drink wherever you are in the moment just by using Apple Pay, but not anything involved with Android. A Bavarian cream delivery system. <laughs> you know what, though? <laughs> I got to say, that's actually not too far off. From Which they one? Are. They uh, make internet-connected water coolers for offices that provide unlimited still and sparkling or flavored water It's on not demand. Bavarian cream, Brian. So it Damn it. Right. There, yeah. sure, there may be a Bavarian cool. cream flavored water, though. Their, their mission is to eliminate that? plastic bottles by producing top-quality custom drinks directly from the tap. Basically, Wait, what I'm they really make confused. you do, you walk up to the vending machine, and it says, hold out your hands, and that's where it pours the liquid. I was going to say, I still need a cup to drink no, this water, no, no. right? You get no cup. You Does hold it come out your directly hands, out of my phone? It squirts water into your hands. You slurp it from there. That's Does how it throw saving. a towel at you they're, and then tell you to clean yourself they're off? They're saving the environment, right? So the smart people just bring like the like a, like a Ziploc baggie. <laughs> <laughs> and the dumb people use their hands. And now they're drinking dirty hand water. How do I eat soup? I I have no spoon. Right. Cushy baby. Say it again. Cushy baby. Oh, that's that's easy. That's the uh, Cabbage Patch Kids new line of uh, teenage uh, single mother child bastard children. So it's the teen mom of Cabbage Patch Kids, but it's the kids of the teen mom? Correct. Okay. The bastard children I thought it would help moms. you because that was yeah. a terrible explanation. It was a very terrible explanation. I, I was thinking it while I was saying things. Josh, cushy area. baby. It's two it's words, a, by the way. It's two words. Yep. It's a, uh, a clothing line of cargo shorts with concealed pockets for children to hold stashes of drugs for their parents. <laughs> <laughs> or to bring Kunpao chicken into the movie theater. Oh, yeah. I have chicken I nuggets could, in my you, cargo yeah, pants, you sir. You could sneak the chicken nuggets in there as well. But I was going with the, the play on words in both ways. Are you ready for this? This one's the weirdest one ever. It, it makes no sense compared to its name. They have built an inexpensive, woo, they have inexpensive. built an inexpensive digital necklace that makes your medical history wearable. Yeah, they got the wrong name. What the fuck is that? Raw name. Can you give me a name that the company should use? Say it this again. One is say so say bad. the sentence again. We built an inexpensive digital necklace that makes medical history wearable. They're called Ooh. Cushy Baby. That's Life wrong. alert. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, there's already that thing. It's that, no, alert. but that's the fallen and I can't get up thing. This is like, hey, I was in the Same car thing. accident. Take my necklace, please. It's all, it's all in your online profile. 
What if it's like a candy necklace that's color coded for whatever diseases you may have? <laughs> you the eat is, if you the, have you diabetes eat the and you eat it, you die. Candy. You eat the appropriate if, candy and leave right. like the blue and green one that says you're like diabetic and have herpes or something. You first eat the I need an ambulance candy, and then you the next candy you eat is the sim- the first symptom you have. Right, so it's like I need an ambulance. Uh, I had a heart attack. You have to find the blue candy and eat that one <laughs> okay. because it's different from I got bitten by a fucking cat candy. Brian doesn't ever have that one because there are so few cats in his palatial estate. And what is the name of that business? What is the business that sells the medical alert candy necklace company? We just the said li- Cushy Baby. The oh, life that's alert. Cushy Baby. The Life Alert. <laughs> same same company, Life Alert. It's all the all same. Right. They just you just uh, you just change the way you interface with the system. This way is is necklace candy. I would invest in that. Where's that shit? Where's that? Where's that Indiegogo right now? It only exists on the New Jersey boardwalks. So I have to thank uh, some uh, a fantastic community on Facebook for helping me with this. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons is getting an official app for traditional tabletop play which would allow you to look at your sheets, kind of get an idea of your characters, Dungeon Master rules, uh, all that fun stuff. I, I don't play Dungeons & Dragons, so I don't know like what the hell this actually does. Uh, Brian, were you a D&D guy by any chance? Not for a very, 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 very long time. So uh, everyone that I asked, hey, is this a, is this a big deal? And the answer is, uh, this is eight years too late. Uh, mm-hmm. There are other apps that already do this. And people who are dungeon masters apparently hate this uh, because people will just basically make up their shit just like they do on their sheets. Uh, and this is like just a way for Dungeons and Dragons apparently to get more money out of people who play D&D, which I didn't know there was money to be made with D&D. Yeah. I, I listen. I've never played. Like I have never played Dungeons and Dragons. Books. There is literally a gajillion books if you want to play Dungeons and Dragons. I to thought the full you potential. had to make it up. Yeah, I thought. I, like do. when I was watching, you know what? You know what D and D guys do now? You know what they do now? They do a cup. They do a couple different things. Some play MMOs. Some play poker. Some play fantasy sports. But no. Yeah, oh, they do. Oh, they do. They absolutely do. I'm in quite a few leagues with D&D guys. Fantasy sports are intricate enough if you get into the right league that it absolutely has all the components you would crave from a D&D. Down to prestige points. Down to... This is where I would send that gif of Ron Burgundy going, I don't believe you. you. I, Brian, I don't Brian, believe I, you. I, I, have, I have ways. I, I, I have leagues that I'm in that I can show you are that intricate. I I believe you're in leagues with D&D players. I believe you're in intricate leagues. I do not believe in the rest of that statement. I'm telling you, man. Because this- because he, and and here's why I don't believe you. Because fantasy sports are based on the outcome of a predetermined or set game that is going to happen. The whole point of D&D is that it's this magical world that the dungeon master master has built an entirely fictitious story out of. And you interact based on that, and that's and that's fine. My my experience in D and D is predicated on my choices, not on whatever 
how many runs this guy makes or if they score a goal unit basket thing or if the refs, you know, say yes, yes, yes. I, I just it's not predicated on that. So the app is called a D&D Beyond which is set to arrive in beta this summer, and it's designed for uh, Dungeon Masters and players to enjoy the games without tracking the progress on pen and paper. It's going to support 5th edition rules and includes official content like uh, rules, character builders, and uh, interactive character sheets. So this way it's taking out the pen and paper and trying to make it digital. Someone compared this to there's uh, Roll20 and Fantasy Grounds, which apparently have already done this, and their fear is that they're going to get bought in a, you know, just roll that into the D&D app. So, I mean, there, there's people that are still playing D&D and people who are trying to get into it. And this is a way to try to help them with, you know, moving into their cell phones, which they have in their pocket instead of pen and paper in a book. If it's affordable, I think it's great. It's a good question. I don't know if there's um, a cost. I know you can sign up for the beta for it right now in their page. There'll be a cost. Don't right. worry. What I'm, what I'm saying is if people really want to use it to play, then I think everyone should use it to play. And in that vein, it should be affordable enough for everyone to use it. There are still gatherings, right? Comic book stores all over the place that play different tabletop games. So I, I'm, I understand there's a following. If you're going to make an app, it should be affordable for everyone to use it. It should be the new standard, right? It should be t- like right. the goal should be within 12 months for it to be totally ubiquitous, right? Everybody uses it. Fine. But, like, if that's not the goal, if you're not trying to revolutionize the game, what's the point? And if that's not the case, then who cares? If this works for everybody, then there should be a cost associated and everybody should use it. That's what I think. Do you think this would ever, if someone invited you and said, hey, use the app to build your character and keep track of this and not do pen and paper, would you ever join a D&D game? Can you imagine how far behind the average D&D guy I would be to start? I'm just saying if someone said, hey, Josh. And I want you to consider that my first thought would be how much of an advantage does everyone else have over me? Right? Because this is – That really depends if people – if you're playing with people who have been playing for a long time and have a different character or D&D if they're just going to start a whole thing, new – Right? So in every in, – in any – I don't know. It doesn't the, always have to be competitive. It is competitive. It is. It's always competitive. How so? Because anything that involves control vis-a-vis people winning and losing, people giving orders, taking orders. But the thing is you're not winning or losing. You're, you're going towards one goal as a group nine times out of ten. Your objective is to reach this place or do this quest or complete this action as a group. You're not competing with other players. People it's in really the group you have versus ranks, the game. Right? Not necessarily. No, they have, not all they the have roles. It's, it's almost like um, – uh, Overwatch or other things like that. Everyone has a specific role to help. I don't know what Overwatch is. Achieve you, the uh, overall but, objective. But the thing is, I, I want you to imagine Lord of the Rings. Okay. There's there's no ranks in Lord of the Rings. There's right. obviously your favorite characters. There's obviously some sure. you know not-so-favorite characters, depending on who you are. But everybody yeah. has a role. Everybody has an important part to play, and everybody understands what their role is. And they're all heading towards one goal. We need to do this thing, and we win. That's D&D. I will... So... Here's as transparent as I can be. My only knowledge, opinion, perspective, perception of D&D is what I learned from House of Lies and the character Doug, who was a huge. What about Stranger Things? Well, that yeah, but it was limited exposure, right? We just saw them on a quest and that was it. 
Like, yeah, but they're on a quest, and then when they're done with that quest, they're done with but that. I, but that doesn't chapter. introduce me at all to the nuances of the game. What it, what it seems like to me is that this world is so much deeper than the storyline. That people have different. It seems like this is a, a game about prestige over a lot of other things. People no. that have been playing it for a long time seem to feel different ways than someone. You know, like I'm just getting into it people look down upon me because i don't know what i'm doing no i don't necessarily think i mean now no, listen i haven't been in the D community ever but i don't feel like that's the way it is and and josh i mean we've talked about this a million times the nerdy community and the nerdy world at large right and again subsects yeah 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 but are more welcoming for someone to come into something new hey thanks for at least expressing an interest and trying something i think if someone invited you to a game it wouldn't be a fucking noob and dealing with all that shit the whole time. I don't know. I don't know, but it's not. This is the kind of this is the culture has such a strong reputation that I wouldn't try so, to get in. So let me let me just ask you, though, if someone let someone listening to this episode right now emails you and says, you know, hey, Josh, we're in the same area as you one one Saturday. Come to this comic book store and do a campaign with us. Would you go? Yeah, for sure. Why? I mean, if you're going to invite me and I get to sit in and just try without anybody giving me a ton of shit, yeah, sure. Why wouldn't I? Because I think that's what would happen. Like, I don't think anyone would give you shit. Uh, I think you're. Ner- I think you think that's going to. It's. It's like the opposite. It's like that's the, my the, default the nerds setting. that have gone my, from my exile to setting, bullies right. in such a right. They've they've right. gone full way around. My my default setting is. I'm too extreme about my opinions. You're going to give me shit about them. So that's what I'm used to. If there's someone out there, by the way, that wants to invite me to, to witness this insanity, I, I'm, I'm all about it. Like, I, I need to know what you know, right? Why are you so passionate about it? Let me in. I'm interested. You can find Josh's Twitter handle in our show notes, or you can email him at josh at thatkindofnerd.com, or just go to our Facebook page, go to our website, thatkindofnerd. Also, his cell phone number is 610. <laughs> no. It's uh, uh, 610-867-5309. No, but- Anybody can call me. You have to talk to Jenny first, and then <sighs> How did you get she'll get a hold of me. Oh, well. I got Brian on that at least once. You did. It was yes, awesome. I was there for it. It was, it was beautiful. the worst feeling in the world. It was so great because he walked away and they came back. <laughs> but, and realized it for 20 minutes. And listen, this is this is the thing that we've talked about, right? The, the nerdy community, the nerdy world, again, at large, there are exceptions to the rule, is more welcoming. And this is just a way to welcome people into D&D because it's so intimidating that having an app to maybe guide you through character creation, keeping track of it, keeping stats, and, and turn you into a, like a little bit of a pro – Right, taking some of the the manual work out of it, uh, I think this is interesting. So again, if anyone wants to in- extend an invitation to either of us, find our information in our show notes, and I mean, I'll definitely entertain the thought. No problem. All right, that's okay. You don't have to invite me to anything. Fuck Brian. I, I included all of our. No, information. no, you didn't. You said either, which implied you and I. And yeah, not, it did not imply any of us, which would imply. Please invite Brian to no, your no, group it's fine well. because to be honest with you, my friend J, uh, my my buddy JP is already trying to start. JP, one, so can I'm you good. please? I'm just saying. I'm I'm uh, I actually I'm, already I'm created my character. I'm just waiting for the campaign so, to begin. Yeah, I'm I'm Facebook friends with JP. He should he should include me on that. There He's you good. go. All right, and anybody else? Seriously, anybody else? Reach out. Let us know. Let us know what you think about the app too. Curious to hear what you think. As a D&D player. Yeah, I'm willing to invest up to $100 in anything idiotic. <laughs> That's true. You've done it on air before. 
Exactly right. So what I'm saying is if the investment to me is less than a hundred bucks, I'm willing to try it. Nothing this illegal. Is, nothing illegal, people. <laughs> this is the, the next topic I have uh, some trepidation bringing up. So hear me out before you say anything. If you're a new listener to this show, you need to Google the folding mate, as Brian has already referenced it. It's a fantastic piece of technology. The greatest invention ever. Now, hold on. We don't have, we don't have it. Oh, don't, although. Don't although, lose your shit. I, although, although my fidget cubes are being shipped this week. Oh, oh really? I haven't, I haven't checked my email to, to know where my They're fidget cubes are. being cube. shipped this week. I know you're trying to get it some, some other ridiculous, awesome product, but my Fidget cubes are going to be here in the month of March. The munch. No, of screw March. this. <laughs> so there is a. It's even got a stupid name. What the hell's a Laundroid? Screw <laughs> there that. is a product called the Laundroid, which is claiming to be the world's first laundry folding bot. No, but, it's not. But we know that the Foley Mate was the first one. <sighs> yes. It's still in like prototype. This one's gonna be available for pre-order uh, now. Is it better? Well, take a look at the the design. Looks nicer, guys. For the new listeners, uh, Josh and Brian are very passionate about their folding mate. Um, they where they is the cost? It, Why is this all in Japanese? <laughs> go to about and I don't understand these characters, CJ. You gotta, gotta, gotta dig around. I'm, I'm, I don't see a number that would be associated with the cost in either doll hairs or yen. Perhaps <laughs> I don't see it. How do you feel though about the fact that they're claiming to be the world's first? I don't give a shit what they claim. What, wh- whatever gets the market first at this point. Yeah, it, it whoever gets thing. out, whoever gets in my house first is the winner. How, how much, and how much laundry will it do? Their at once? teaser movie starts in outer space, by the way, which is making me automatically suspect. It sorts the clothing? The Foldy Mate didn't start in outer space. <laughs> this sorts it, too. It, so, Josh, you we ready? can put both of our laundry in and have it sort our laundry. It'll look for one, which one has cat hair and which one doesn't. I have a cost. Are you ready it's for the cost? It's freshly cleaned. I don't have cat hair on it. It is $850. Sign me the fuck up. <laughs> and right if you hold on, if you want the steam function, it's an additional two to $300. Whatever. And if... And if you want to get these little uh, perfume capsules, no. it'll cost you $40 a pop for those. I don't want those. 850 bucks for never having to fold my laundry again? So the folding yes. will start taking orders in 2017 and is expected to be delivered by 2018. Uh, the Laundroid is supposed to be out by the end of this this year. thing takes a lot of liberties with the amount of time it takes to fold clothing it, it estimates it's saving you nine thousand hours which is 375 days of free time first of all i mean first of all like even if i spend a grand total of one hour a week folding laundry you're not getting to nine thousand hours like who are they estimating this time for the 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 I don't, I don't know. the the was the family like twenty kids like I mean I don't even think them this is Josh crazy. it comes with an app yeah it's powered by the app so this my app car is powered cool. by an app whatever man like, the image I'm, design shown is only concept and not actual appearance of product here's the um 
Which means you're going to spend $850 and they're going to ship you some hobo in a box. So here's the thing. <laughs> Foldymate Foldy is targeted to range between $700 and $850, right? So we're on, on par right there. I'm sticking but with again, Foldymate. But again, the Laundroid, if you want the steaming and stuff, is another $200 to I'm $300. I'm sticking with Foldymate. But I'm the Foldymate Foldy can't do – hold on. There, were, there was differences between I them. don't was, believe this thing can do everything it says it can do. I'm, oh, I'm really? sticking with Foldymate. Brian, are you sticking with the Foldymate? I'm curious how much laundry I can do at once. Answer me that question, and then I'll make a decision. There's nothing here that shows you anything about its functionality. That was the great thing about Foldymate. It showed you how it worked. Yeah. This thing, there's nothing. You know what it is? It's 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 Steve Jobs' black box. <laughs> it's the next computer. That's look at it, CJ. Look I, at no, look I get it. It's, it. It is. It's exactly. Steve Jobs black box. I don't believe anything that this thing says because it doesn't show me how it works. The Foldy it Mate showed me how it works. Name. Long live the Foldy Mate. Brian, if you think I'm way off and we should be behind this, then I'm with you. We'll, we'll no, it has Droid here. in the name. I'm assuming the app is only on Android. Only which Android. Automatically and it's not going to work half the time. Automatically discounts it. And then, so, and then, and then the other half the time that it doesn't work, it explodes. I have a question for you guys. Have you ever been? trying to organize a desk, organize your room, create a craft or activity, and tired of regular old tape, wouldn't it be great if your tape was Lego tape? Seen it. Want it. It's happening. I will Lego the shit out of everything. <laughs> Indiegogo has a campaign up for a company that is not officially Lego. I need to state that legally for the record. It is $11 a roll. And you can pre-order it right now on Indiegogo. It looks so awesome. Brian, tell me what you what happened when you saw this and, and what you thought about it. What happened? Yes. Did you squee? Were you excited? Did you go and pre-order My it? pants Did you red. ejaculate immediately? Were you, were you fully tumescent? Yes. And then I immediately thought, what can I put this on? Answer everything. So this is like this is like tape that if like if you put the end of one on the other, it sticks to the other tape. No, so it's, 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 it's regular adhesive it's on the back. You roll a tape, you it has adhesive on the back and it's Lego topped. And then you can take Lego pieces and put them on there like they're Legos and build. Okay, shit. all right. So it's just it's a strip of tape that happens to have Lego dots at the top. Pretty much. Gotcha. Again, not official Lego product. Duplex. Duplos. Duplos. Dude blows my Hydrox, whatever it is. You know, they were before Oreos, right? No, I, I don't care. Nobody knows. It's fine. Oreos. Everybody knows Oreos. I'm just saying. Nobody knows. Like, just CJ going, oh, Hydrox was first. They like, were. Anybody, they were there for, like, I just anybody's going to gonna know. go, you I, know what? You're no, right. Just, it's better. Just Hydrox this, is I'm better. I'm not saying it's better. I just want I just, I want to educate. Why even I wanna, say it? Like, why even say it then? Because <laughs> nobody knew Oh, Hydrox was first. I so don't like Hydrox Oreo cookies better. Cookie. I think they're terrible. I think the Oreo is the superior cookie to everything. The point being, just because you're first doesn't make you better. Hence, Laundroid and Foldy Mate. <laughs> you know what? Touche, sir. Touche. All right. Well, this has been your dose of nerdy news. I didn't mean to have such a news, negative. News, news. <laughs> oh, better. <laughs> I didn't mean to rain on anybody's parade with the Matrix reboot, with Netflix changing their thing. With the name of this episode should be CJ Brings Up Stupid Shit for an Hour and a Half. That's every episode. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> 
And remember that March is Podcast Awareness Month, so please, I want you to share this podcast with the friends. If this is the first time listening to it, hey, thanks for for listening to our podcast. I greatly appreciate it. Make sure to share our uh, podcast online with the hashtag Tripod. You can uh, call us anytime and leave a voicemail at 484-373-4119, and your voice can actually be on the show, so be part of this podcast. I want to thank Josh and Brian for sticking with me this week and talking about everything going on in the nerdy world. And thank you so much for making us your walk around your neighborhood or your drive to work. And we will see you next week. News. Horse face in this analogy is Sarah Jessica Parker. Horse face in every analogy is Sarah Jessica Parker. But you, but 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 This is the best kind of TCon, Brian. Do you know why? Do you know why? I do not know why. Well, it's why don't you explain it to me? It's St. Patty's Day, which is awesome. Uh, I've been drinking a while. I know, which is good. Sure. Uh, and I have not like CJ sent a whole lot of stuff for us to look at. I didn't look at fucking one of those things. Neither did I. Which means, <laughs> right? We get to fuck. We get we get to, we have to say fuck it. Let's do it live. Let's just do it live. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Let's Meanwhile, do it I'm sitting there going, "Oh, this topic would be a, a good conversation." With yeah, you're everybody. you're freaking texting me while guys. I'm trying to watch Beauty and the Beast last night. You stupid mother ever.